The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Seneca's Consolation of Helvia, section 5, uh, and it's just a small excerpt from section 5. The terms under which we are born would be favorable if we did not play them false. Nature intended that no great equipment should be necessary for happiness. Each of us is in a position to make himself happy. Externals have little weight and exert only slight pressure in one direction or the other. The sage is neither elated by prosperity nor depressed by adversity. His endeavor always is to, re- is to rely mainly on himself and to seek his whole satisfaction from within himself. Okay, so the reason why I chose this uh, to focus on in today's episode is because, as uh, you have heard if you're listening to this live or if you're reading the show notes, um, this week's Torah content is sponsored by the Resnick family uh, and was dedicated in memory of Sylvia Tanzer and Irving Tanzer. Now, I asked the person who made this dedication um, uh, to tell me a bit about about her grandparents. And so uh, in an earlier episode, I talked about uh, what she said about her grandmother, Sylvia. And uh, when I asked what she, what, you know, what she said about uh, her grandfather, she says, my grandfather was a more jovial sort. He had an oh so classic business on the Lower East Side and was very, very close with his family. Uh, all of his daughters think that they were his favorite, which I always liked. He was a hard worker, a good father, and a person who was happy being happy. All three daughters established from families, which I know would have made them both very proud. So the line that jumped out at me, first of all, very nice description, uh, gives me a, an idea of who this is dedicated to. Um, but the line that jumped out to me was a person who was happy being happy. Okay, And this caused me to associate to two things uh, that came from the reading I've been doing lately, one of which I have not talked about or written about, and the other which I have. So the thing I have not talked about or written about is in Tara Brock's book, Trusting the Gold, which um, just in case you're wondering, again, I've been very into Tara Brock lately. Uh, the order of books I would recommend reading are Radical Compassion is, the, is number one, uh, Radical Acceptance is a very close second, and then Trusting the Gold is a distant third. In fact, it's going to be fourth, I think, because I'm reading another book, uh, True Refuge, which already is better than Trusting the Gold. So I'm not endorsing this book for everyone, but this was a good good uh, little passage here. So she says, uh, there are two kinds of happiness. One arises when life is the way we want it. Beautiful weather, loving and harmonious relationships, accomplishment at work, our bodies feeling good. This kind of happiness is dependent on things going our way, which is in all caps. The other kind Happiness for no reason, in all caps, doesn't depend on what is happening in our life, but rather is the freedom of our heart when we are unconditionally present, resting in an awake, open awareness. Uh, sorry, resting in an awake, open awareness. No matter what is going on, we basically sense that all is well. Now, if you read this without context, it could come across as sounding very fluffy duffy of, you know, just being happy with who you are and where you are, you know, which, which, uh, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> We're not, I'm not going to dismantle the, uh, that, that, uh, that straw man right now. But what I will mention is that I think that if you read it through the lens of Stoicism um, or through the lens of Sameach Bechalko in, uh, in Pirkei Avos, of Ezehu Ashir HaSameach Bechalko, who is wealthy, one who's happy with his portion, so then it actually makes a lot of sense that there's two types of happiness. There's happiness from having your desires for external things satisfied, and then there's happiness... Uh, from within yourself, from from where where from your 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 lot in life, 
and appreciating what you have, not because it satisfies a preset desire, but because you are enjoying the very experience of the thing or 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 being present with the life that you have. Um, and this leads me to the other thing which I have talked about, just not on this podcast. I did a uh, I wrote an article uh, on my blog, Kolhas Redim called um, what is it called? Do I have it here? Give me a sec. Thought I had it up. Called Sameach Bechalko as Unconditional Happiness. And I also made an episode on Machshava Lab podcast about that. And uh, it was based on this con- uh, this comment from Anthony DeMello in his book, Awareness, the Perils and Opportunities of Reality. And I'll read this passage here. So he says, I was saying that we don't want to be happy. We want other things. Or let's put it more accurately. We don't want to be unconditionally happy. I'm ready to be happy provided I have this and that and the other thing. But this is really to say to our friend or to our God or to anyone, you are my happiness. If I don't get you, I refuse to be happy. It's so important to understand that. We cannot imagine being happy without those conditions. That's pretty accurate. We cannot conceive of being happy without them. We've been taught to place our happiness in them. So that, I think, is another way of saying the same idea of happy. someone who's happy being happy means that their happiness is not conditional. And that is what Tara Brock is called being happy for no reason. And the problem is that our happiness is conditional, is we feel that we need X, Y, Z in order to be happy. And what Stoicism teaches, and what this what we read from Seneca just now, is that that we are, we've been created in a way where we are in a position to make ourselves happy without externals, you know, just through our own our own mind. Um, and in fact, I didn't plan to include this, but I was just reading in that same book from Anthony DeMello this morning. He says that, where are you? See, the problem is I, I uh, oh yeah, he says here, I was gonna say the problem is I've been down so many pages that I don't know uh, which quotation I'm looking for. So he says, um, so he's giving a, four steps to wisdom. Uh, and uh, he says, the second step is to understand that the feeling is in you, not in reality. Okay. And then he explains what uh, what that means. Negative feelings are in you, not in reality. So stop trying to change reality. That's crazy. Stop trying to change the other person. We spend all our time and energy trying to change external circumstances, trying to change our spouses, our bosses, our friends, our enemies, and everybody else. We don't have to change anything. Negative feelings are in you. No person on earth has the power to make you unhappy. There is no event on earth that has the power to disturb you or hurt you. No event, condition, situation, or person. Nobody told you this. They told you the opposite. That's why you're in the mess that you're in right now. That's why you're asleep. They never told you this, but it's self-evident. Okay. Again, very, very um, in line with Stoicism, especially in line with Marcus Aurelius's thing of no one can actually, okay, I'm, I'm going to summarize this because I did not pull up this quote and I don't know where to find it right now, uh, that no one can actually harm you. Um, the only way they can harm you is making you a worse person. Uh, and the only person who could do that is you, <laughs> you know? So I think all these ideas are related. A little bit of a jumble today. But um, because this is the last uh, day of the week that's dedicated to the memory of the Tanzers, and because uh, I was given this great description of Irving Tanzer, of a person who was happy being happy, I thought I'd share my uh, my current way of thinking about that, that happy being happy is being happy for no reason, is being unconditionally happy. And that is really the paradigm of happiness in Stoicism. And I, I, my, my question, which I kind of ended off the blog post with, is, um, 
is is to what extent uh, what what is the place of this in Judaism? Uh, and I'm going to end off this uh, podcast with the same uh, the same question. So that is it for today's episode. Episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com/rabbishnayweis. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at Matt-Schneeweiss, and my Zell and PayPal are matchnayweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. Um, and uh, I th- I want to thank, again, the people who have increased their Patreon pledges um, by uh, by uh, even a small amount or those new patrons who have joined recently. Uh, again, it it's really every small thing makes a difference. Uh, and I, I mean that sincerely. Um, if you would like to sponsor an article, sheer uh, or podcast episode, or if you were interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewes at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.